1: Everybody, happy friday awesomo.com we're gonna call this the nfl betting show we're gonna get a couple other things in there but we're gonna stick mostly to football i am ben Raza. my man julian edlow joins me as he always does happy friday sir happy
0: friday could be the end of uh end of nba and potentially move on to uh
1: the al and nlcs here I know this could be at game five tonight. We're going to talk a little about that. I, we were talking before the show. I don't really have much to say. Like the bubbles theme, uh, Julian, you've said this multiple times on this show. You kind of just run it back. The spreads don't chase because there's no home field, no home court. And it's a little awkward to bet the game because you're just kind of replaying it. It was so
0: there was so much more of an edge. I was doing so much better with it. And it's not I'm not betting NBA that much, honestly, right now As somebody that that you know, my my top sport, I would say, is NBA during the regular season. Player props, quarters, halves, like there's edges um, all over the place. And now it's just like the same. Here you go. Here's Lakers heat on a neutral court, seven, seven and a half. Here's Lakers heat on a neutral court, seven, seven and a half. It's just what are you going to do with that? Even in the bubble at, at the beginning on neutral, it was like, you know, the, the Clippers trend coming off a loss or, you know, Whatever the the Spurs first half. Like there were different things that were working and it's just not there. It's do you think the the Lakers are gonna take care of them handily or not? Who knows?
1: Yeah, I, I not a hot take. I, I think they'll probably end it tonight, but I have right. no interest in laying those points. Maybe, maybe a player prop or two. But speaking of player props, uh, I do want to talk a little about thursday night football before we get into the one for and then the night games which are adding uh, we're adding night games seemingly by the hour in the nfl but last night you boys your new boys uh let one i don't want to say they let it slip away but they should have won that game what did you make of the game i saw you sweating i believe david montgomery receptions or was it the yardage he got over at the end there yeah, so
0: I made two small bets. I, a bigger bet I made was when when Fournette was ruled in. I took Ronald Jones under ninety three and a half combined yards, um, which you know those are my favorite type of bets to make, like the yep. cheap the cheap ones, especially in NBA when guys get late scratched and you just take other guys to go over. Then we see that Fournette is actually just the emergency back, and I'm like, well, I might be kind of screwed here. So I, I hedged out to make it just a, a small bet, and obviously Jones looked fantastic and went way over. Um, Montgomery, yeah, I'd, he had six receptions for uh, whatever it was. like. It's like 10 yards. Yeah, it was ridiculous, and his prop was 21 and a half, and then he finally got that wheel route to go over at the end, so that was nice. Um, I didn't have any money on the on the actual game last night, And yet I feel like I lost big because I have I have Tampa over seven and a half and eight and a half wins from before and right as the Brady trade came through. I have Tampa plus 350 to win the division, uh, which is still a great number, but that would have been a big win. And I have the Bears to miss the playoffs. Yeah, that
1: one. And they're now the most
0: fraudulent four and one team I've ever seen. They could have gone to three and two last night. And finally started to get back towards 500 and maybe finish, you know, eight and eight or be a nine and 17 that misses it. Now they're four and one. It's going to be tough. I, I need them to really drop some games and start sucking. So uh, for somebody that didn't bet the game last night, I, it couldn't have gone worse for me.
1: Yeah, I feel similar. Uh, I had a couple small positions. On the game I was with you, I I took some shorting of Ronald Jones, which did not work out. Uh, My daily prop, which every day here at Awesome O, we're running out uh, a cool new article where it's kind of just a daily prop of the day. We use Odd Chopper, which we're going to be using throughout the show. It was Anthony Miller yesterday, and I was really fortunate to get over the two and a half because he barely played, Um, and he was just luckily was able to snag, I think, four balls, but I actually felt like I kind of, stole one there that's not the game plan I thought I know Mooney was taking some snaps but I didn't realize it would be that much so felt and I, I just I was stunned the penalties my god uh I thought the refs. not that it cost Tampa the game I just thought they were bad overall last night
0: yeah the refs weren't great obviously the the hit on Foles to extend one of those late bears drives was a, a tough call um the the flags the bucks are so poorly coached there's like no discipline there and you can see how angry it makes brady after playing on such a well-coached team for so long Uh, and now he can't control his offense and bruce arians has never been able to control his offense uh you know he gets guys to put up big numbers but they're just not disciplined uh and it it showed so that's something you got to factor in when when handicapping the Bucks. they are going to get flags uh, chicago's not great either but tampa's awful
1: they really call i mean so many just plays that could have got off the field should have got off the field there was some, like i said some questionable some inexcusable uh mm-hmm. and listen in the nfl this is not like college football which not that you can't get nipped but like if you're just better you usually win out in the nfl if you if you Or screwing around you're just gonna lose the game unless you're playing the jets uh and that was a game that both teams easily look at it and when they look at the end of their schedules they're gonna say we should have won that game for the bears you say at four and one uh they're not a good team i i I really believe that but you know what you are what your record says you are as many have said in the past and that's where i need I i don't know how i'm gonna win this bears to miss the
0: playoffs bet
1: yeah, and then I'm gonna, gonna be a, oh. I'm,
0: then I'm gonna be sitting there and probably try and make my money back by betting against them in their first playoff game because they don't deserve to be there. Correct. And Then they'll pull out
1: some something miraculous for me. Also correct. Yeah, because <laughs> especially in the NFC, because the East clearly is only getting one team. So like now you the wild cards are only coming from three divisions. Did you see the the so DraftKings has up a an
0: NFC East wins prop number of games won by the division winner excluding playoffs and it's set at eight and a half yeah that's what i minus 167
1: minus 167 to the over yeah i mean you would hope that the cowboys who can get nine we'll talk about would be able to do something but my god they should be zero and four um it's pathetic but enough about that you want to get going here you want to get to the to the slate itself let's do it all right so we got you know, we'll start with the, the Monday, the Monday games, the Sunday 1 PM games. There's only seven of them now. Uh, Obviously Chad, as you guys know, there's a lot of moving parts. Games have been moved to, to Monday to Tuesday and, and we're going to see what happens. But as of now, there are seven games for the Sunday 1 PM slate and I'm just going to start right off the top with my, I can't believe I'm going to say it's my favorite bet, but Bill O'Brien is gone. Uh The Texans, They're on life support. Maybe you think they're already done, but they sit as a five to five and a half point favorite against the Jaguars at home. Do you think we see kind of a resurgence from a team that obviously had turmoil inside the locker room? Um, You would like to think they bounce
0: back. Trends point to teams not doing well the week after firing a coach. Romeo Cornell does not have a good record as a head coach. Uh, I, this is like I saw. This is your favorite game. It is. I don't know. I don't think I can touch this game. Um, it's a division game too, which also complicates it. The Jags are certainly trending in the wrong direction. You were on the right side with the Bengals. I played that one small last week. It shrunk down to one. Once you know. I saw the Bengals at minus one, I was like, all right, fine. I'm in. <laughs> um, I'll, you're like twisting my arm here. to bet a Bengals Jags game. I'll do it. Um, but so Jacksonville has been been handled by Cincy and Miami in back-to-back weeks. So that generally means you're not good. Uh, but they, they were impressive the first two weeks. They were. If you put a gun to my head, I'll bet Houston. But I don't
1: know, man. <laughs> Talk uh, me into it. It, it. It's just a situation where, listen, last week was very disappointing. Uh, the Vikings were not in the caliber of the Steelers, the Chiefs, and the Ravens, who were the first three opponents. But at the same time, I I think it's also a reasonable case to say that the Jaguars are not in the Vikings category either, Mm -hmm. that they're in a tier that the Texans have not seen. Um, It's a situation for me where talent should trump the turmoil. Like the the Texans have weapons. Watson, uh, even on the defensive side, I don't think they're nearly as bad as they've shown. And Jacksonville is just bad. Uh, So it's more of a shorting of Jacksonville. And this spread, I'm not going to say the what-if game, but again, you know, if the schedule w- was juggled around, this would be eight and a half, nine, like at home against the Jaguars. Five points is enough for me to get on. It's now or never for the Texans. You don't win this game. I mean, there's... They're done. They're, they're, they're so far done. It's Last over. week was pretty now or never. Absolutely. Now it's, actually, now it's actually now or never. Now, the other thing, and again, I don't... We were talking a little before the show. I do believe that the South, there is a chance that the division gets truly insane because the titans have serious COVID situations so listen you get yourself to like two and four i don't know what could happen uh it starts with winning a game like this five points is just it's enough for me to lay and feel comfortable as nearly not even close to a touchdown so the last time do you want to talk about the afc south for sure absolutely i think
0: it's an interesting you know we've never seen anything like this and the last time, you know, when when the division odds shut down and when win totals on that division shut down, the Titans were at like nine, nine and a half. Um, they were like minus 140, minus 130 to win the division. I want to see where this, this should probably reopen because it looks like we're going to get Tuesday night football with the Titans. I feel like we should start getting this stuff opening back up. Uh, and I think it's a great spot to – the Colts should – should definitely be favored to win the division at this point and if they're anywhere near neck and neck with the titans i will be betting the colts i i want i think it's also worth you know last week houston was plus 1200 to win the division and it got bet down to like plus 750 by the time they played that game now they lost are they gonna be back on the board at plus 1300 1400 like I'll sprinkle there and, and way more on the Colts and just fade the Titans here. Cause I think they're going to get heavily punished. And I think their season could definitely spiral from this a little bit. Uh, and and then the other thing, like we've been talking about, if, if as we said it last week, if a Houston win total opens up somewhere, what do you think that's going to be at 0 and four? it's definitely something I'm interested in playing the over on.
1: Yeah, it could be, I'm just guessing, but you know, it could be in that six and a half seven ish range. Uh, and I, well, it was, it was seven and a half before the season. It definitely can't be seven, six and a half max. I feel like it could be six. Six. Yeah, that's fair. I I guess I just overrate. I, I don't know. There's something about this team that I can't quit. And it's just, <laughs> I don't like that division. First of all, the Jaguars, obviously they're not making the winning the South, So it's like, it's really a, a two team race. And then if you think the Texans can still get back in it, uh, you're going to get good odds, but we have to wait and see. The Titans are on the edge though. We were talking and we'll get to those games at the end. Like, they have no room. They did not play last week. They used their fake bye. You, you have to play. If they don't play this week, I, I mean, then their season is in serious trouble, I would say. And the other thing is, is like,
0: the reason we've been so cautious, like, the Patriots, it sounds like, are currently doing everything following full NFL protocol, and it's, it's working. Um, Stephon Gilmore apparently had dinner with Cam Newton on Friday night. And that is most likely why he is the second guy to test positive and everybody else is, is coming back negative. Uh, they're following, you know, stupid, but yeah, they're following protocol there. The Titans were the ones that scared everybody. Cause it's like, wow, look at how long this takes to, you know, get into some people. Positives keep popping up. No, they were just having practices on a high school field against NFL protocol and giving it to each other. So now we know why, this happened so if teams if if people get it and teams follow protocol like the patriots you should probably be able to move forward it's the titans that blew everything and they should be probably heavily punished at some point and that's going to affect their season outlook
1: yeah i totally agree so uh we're gonna have to monitor it like everyone else this is just this is new territory no one's had to deal with this it's hard to quantify but we have it. the other thing that stood out to me and i'll pass to you if you have games that you want to talk about most of the games in in the one Eastern slot are pretty big favorites. We've got the chiefs, you know, they're sitting around 12. The Ravens are the same number. Cardinals, a touchdown over the jets. You've got uh, the Steelers, a touchdown. Like these, these are pretty solid spreads in, in terms of size are you going to lay massive points? Is it a teaser week again? What do you think uh, we do with these big numbers? Why do these teaser weeks keep happening? I keep
0: saying like, you know, maybe one in the first half of the season, one in the second half of the season. There's been out of, we're on week five, and this might be like the third teaser week for me. Uh, but we keep getting teams like right at seven that, that I like, and the only one that's really blown it for me so far was the, the Niners against the Eagles and that one I got it when it was six and a half seven and it ballooned all the way up to nine and it came right back in my face uh and screwed me but the, all the other ones are working so mm-hmm. uh, like it's such a public play it's such a square play but one of the first things I did this week was bet the Cardinals minus six and a half before it moved to seven why do you have to overthink it? Like the Jets suck. They're 0-4 straight up. They're 0-4 against the spread. They're failing to cover by over 10 points per game. They're awful. Am I missing something? The Cardinals definitely are not the hyped up 2-0 team that we thought, which Thank is good God. for you and I. We thought that they, you know, were not as good as that that hyped up 2-0 team, and they're not. They lost two games they were favored in. But if you lose two in a row, is there a better bounce
1: back spot than just getting the Jets? No, the answer to that is no. Uh, and I'm not going to say it's a downgrade. I'm not going to say it's an upgrade either, though. Darnold is not playing, so Joe Flacco will be in there. Uh, meaningless to me. Meaningless. I think it's probably a downgrade, but it, they they were already just terrible. The Broncos showed that th- this team is headed for really, really bad for, you know, number one pick territory. The Cardinals, as as you talked about, Julian, I'm not high on them. I thought that game against Carolina was very tricky. I stayed away. The spread was begging you to take the Cardinals. We saw Mm -hmm. what happened there. This is not that. This is a talent discrepancy. So uh, looking at Odd Chopper, you see them sitting at a touchdown basically everywhere. I don't even mind laying, uh, listen, laying a touchdown on the road in like (laughs) this type of game feels awful. I wouldn't mind it. I have not played this game, but you can't back the Jets at this point. They're just clearly the worst team in the league.
0: So, yeah, the one thing is like uh, getting six and a half was big for me because, uh, you know, getting a line that moves from six and a half to seven is a bigger deal than a line that moves from from seven and a half to nine and a half, just in terms of percentage wise of how many times teams cover. So Mm -hmm. it's a big it's a big move, uh, but. I'm not gonna just because I have the Cardinals win total under under seven and a half. It doesn't mean I'm gonna not bet them in this game and and be dumb and just root for the Jets because that's not a realistic outcome. I'm still gonna try and take advantage. So I have Arizona seven uh, six and a half, and then I think that I think that Arizona. Um, and Seattle would probably be my teaser this week. I don't believe in Minnesota. I don't believe in Kirk Cousins against good teams. Russell Wilson's going to light up that Minnesota secondary. That would probably be my go-to teaser. I think that the Steelers are also in a strong spot against the the Eagles, but I haven't done anything anything there yet. Um, yeah, yeah that's... the other ones like the Rams. It seems like it, it seems like they want you to take the Rams. I, I don't know. They were pretty close with the Giants last week. We don't know what the new quarterback situation is going to look like for Washington.
1: I'm not super sold on touching that game. You mentioned Kyle Allen is now in there. Uh, It's again, do I think the Rams are going to win? Obviously I do, but am I looking to kind of be at a position on that? No. What I would rather do is again, it's a, it's a divisional, like I think the Ravens will be just fine. Uh, They're sitting at 12, I know you're not getting it under three, but like, you know, you can get them in the four and a half, five range. I think they just win that game at home uh, pretty handily against a Bengals team that has some talent, but even Mm -hmm. though the the Ravens have looked, I don't think they look like last year, they're still winning pretty comfortably against, you know, inferior teams right now. And that's what the Bengals are to them. So I think Lamar at home, uh, no problem. If you want to include that in teasers, uh, just another option for you sitting at minus 12. Yeah, I don't mind that. Obviously, Jackson. The only red flag is just Jackson not practicing. Um, yeah, they say it to make sure he's healthy. Like they said, it was like part stomach ache, part something else, um, and he should be fine. Obviously, if he's even remotely questionable, right? Gotta, that's a different story. But from everything I've heard, it, it's as precautionary as it comes. So, um, yeah, I, I I agree with you there. Do you? So the other game I wanted to ask you, and then we can move on to the to the next batch and chat. Uh, A couple things chat. You guys know the drill on Fridays with the like button. Uh, If there's a game in the one that you want us to cover, there's not a lot here. Like I said, some big spreads. Um, Talk to me though, about, you know, the the Texans are one anomaly. The Falcons are just the other, they are just everything about them. Frustrates me. They have basically run out of players in the secondary. (laughs) Everybody is banged up on that team. One and a half. Point favorites at home against the the Panthers who show some fight. God, I, I I find myself interested in the Falcons in this spot, but it seems also like, why are we trying to target a team that is clearly in a free-for-all? You can
0: talk yourself into both sides of this game. Like the Falcons had the awful start last year and then they finished strong almost when it didn't matter. Uh, mm-hmm. you would think with the talent, they have to turn it around at, at some point here. At the same time, Teddy Bridgewater is 18-4 and four against the spread as an underdog. Like, he uh, covers he in pretty these good. spots, which he looks great. Um, and obviously, this one opened at three. So, I, I kind of regret not taking the Panthers plus three. If you bet it now, you'd probably just – I mean, one and a half, you'd probably just take the plus money on the money line. Yeah. Um, this is probably a Panthers or nothing for me. It's mm-hmm. probably going to be nothing because I, you never know what you're going to – get here. Um but yeah the Falcons secondary like Bridgewater should be able to do something with that even with the weapons he has in Carolina.
1: You you would think. And yeah I'm on I'm in a similar spot except I'm on the like it, it's Falcons or pass for me, but it's probably a pass just because I really have a tough grasp on how good Carolina is and the Falcons are just so hurt. I didn't even think they played that poorly against Green Bay. They just don't have the personnel. Like they just truly don't and that not that you know when in the NFL I feel like the worst thing injuries are going to happen but when it's the same position over and over like that there's just no way to recover so tough sell for them it's a lost season in in Atlanta they've had their chances and they've blown as we all know a multitude of games already I mean
0: they've had back-to-back lost seasons by like week five or six which is tough
1: yeah it's uh I don't like to call for people's firings because who the hell am I but Dan Quinn, uh, it's not great right now. In... Quinn needs to be out. Gase needs to be out. Well, Ga- um, Gase, I feel great calling for his firing. He needs to just be eliminated from the league. Like, no no job. Um, until just... then, we can fade the Jets. It's so bad. Chad just asked, and then we'll move on to the, to the 4 o'clock games. Any one in three teams you're looking at playoff futures from? For me... There's not a lot there. The only team that I think has a pulse is actually zero and four, and it's the Texans, and it's a product of their division. So, I mean, Dallas is one and three. Okay, yeah, um, sorry, but Dallas. You would just, but
0: you would, you wouldn't bet you wouldn't bet them at minus one sixty or whatever to make the playoffs. You would bet them at minus one twenty five or whatever to win the division. Hundred um, percent. So there's Dallas. I'm just scrolling through right now.
1: There's not like the dolphins are a no for me the chargers are a no for me uh the vikings i i still don't think they can get in it the lions clearly not um broncos no there's not that many teams that are that are sitting 1 and 3 that i think are actually talented
0: yeah that's probably i'm probably with you um so i guess so we don't know what houston's division odds are but let's say it's like in the 1200 1300 yeah. range would you rather bet that or would you rather bet them plus six 700 to make the playoffs
1: oh no for me i would clearly target the division because i, I truly yeah. think that they need the titans to possibly have a situation that's their best out um but you still don't so you don't think the
0: colts could let's
1: say the titans completely
0: unravel you don't think mm-hmm. the colts could win the division and the texans still think steal one of those
1: three now three wild cards instead of two i mean certainly is that possible yes because that's why the odds have a discrepancy i will say though when you just look at the afc you've got multiple teams and multiple divisions that have shown some you know i'm just going to run through them really quick we've got the bills and the patriots i think both very viable the steelers the ravens and the browns all i think very viable we mentioned the Titans and the Colts. And then you've got the Chiefs and the Raiders. Like there's a lot of teams up for grabs for those wild card spots. It's not like the NFC yep. where I think it's a little clearer. Um, mm-hmm. and maybe you know, just because of the product of the East. So that's where I would go with it, but we would need big odds on the Texans at this point. hmm That's where I really I, that's why I really want to win total.
0: Like Yeah, that would be interesting. I, and what, I would feel so comfortable betting and betting like A win total there. I don't know if we're going to get it. I don't know what it's going to be, but
1: that's where I'm at right now. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. All right. Moving on to the four o'clock window. We've only got three games, so we can just run through them and then we'll keep it going. So we've got first up, we've got the Dolphins going out to San Fran. They should be angry. They are again, another big spread sitting around nine ish, uh, eight and a half in some spots, which is why you shop those odds on on shopper. Then we've got <laughs> the battle of the Titans here. We got the, the football giants and the Dallas Cowboys also sitting. Uh, you can find the Giants at nine, the Cowboys at eight. Finally, we've got my Browns, even though they're really not my Browns. Competitive game. They're a slightest home dog sitting around one point underdog to the Colts. I like these games. Uh, is there anything that stuck hey, out though on the betting side? These ones didn't jump out that much to me. Uh, I think the Niners spread
0: is too big, but I don't want to back Miami. Um, What if I told you there was a team that is (laughs) 0-4 against the spread that should be 0-4 straight up, and they were nine-point favorites this week? You would say it about the other team, but I'm not
1: going to bet the Giants. (laughs) Um, That game is fascinating because it is the Giants can't score – They've just been absolutely awful. They've put up 47 points in four games, 47 Browns points. put up more than 47 points in Dallas last week. And the the Cowboys have also, yeah, a that <laughs> B the Cowboys have allowed 146 points in four games. Both of those are far and away the ends of the spectrum for the league. So this is weakness versus weakness. Something's got to give, um, Listen, I think the Cowboys get it done. I, I'm not look. I don't know how you back them, though. Just the way... I, I'm not a fan of what Mike McCarthy's done. The defense is atrocious right now. And honestly, the, the Giants, they did look okay last week. They had actually a small window to steal a game against a, a solid Rams team. Mm-hmm. So I will say I, I
0: do believe in one thing here. I, I believe that Dallas's defense is actually this bad. I believe that the numbers on that you look at when you look at Dallas's defense, they are that bad. So if you made me bet this game, I would, this is hard because it's half the amount of points they've scored on the season, but I would take the giants team total over 22 and a half, because I, I like believe that. in the spot. I think Jones can air it out uh, against a defense that, that stinks. It's on the road. It's in Dallas, um, you know, in a good building for points, uh, the game script suggests they should trail and he should have to air it out rather than play conservative in a tighter game. Like it was against the Rams. I think if I, I think my bet on
1: this game would be the the giants team total. I don't mind that at all. Um, Also, I think Devontae Freeman is pretty serviceable in that backfield. He can give them some balance. Chat just pointed out and they're hundred percent, right? The giants, listen, their, their offense is bad. They've also had a horrible stretch of who they've had to play in terms of defenses you know they, they've faced the Steelers and the Rams and the Niners some really tough ones in there this is the easiest spot you could get I don't even mind you can look to some of those props you know Freeman sitting at 47 and a half if you think they can stay in the game I think you could have some success on the ground uh, not my favorite spot but I'm with you I think that's an interesting way to get exposure to this game and you leave yourself a back door because there are scenarios where the Giants lose this game like Thirty-eight, twenty-eight. uh you right. don't cover but you, but you hit that team total yeah i, I think i want to i think it just simplifies it i purely want
0: to fade the dallas defense, defense and say you know you, you you rattled off the defenses that the giants have played against this one you know daniel jones has shown in the past he can make throws like he should be able to do that the, the dallas defense it's not like teams are going on these like methodical drives against them either they they are but they're also ripping off just massive plays so they're
1: just you can get points in bunches no doubt oh there's no doubt about it uh this and listen I don't want to be the ultimatum guy but like if the Giants can't move the ball in this game then they're not they obviously have a problem with the offense that you have to take a serious look at what they're doing it's tough I don't mind that so the one competitive game is right there on the screen with the Colts and the Browns to one point spread. I would back Cleveland or nobody. I'm not a huge believer in rivers and this Colts team. And listen, Cleveland, they got smacked in that first game. Since then though, they've handled their business. They are three and one. Do you have a feel on that game? And then I do want to get to my favorite player prop of the week is actually in this game. Okay.
0: Um, yeah. I like I like everything about Indy except for Rivers. So like It's so the most important States part. That's my the most part. important part. I think Cleveland could have some trouble with the defense. Uh, but Cleveland's been a relatively balanced team, uh, other than that Baltimore blowout. So I'm I'm with you. I think it's a Browns or Browns or nothing. Uh but I'm I'm not very confident in the side. I think you can I think it's a better player prop game. So let me hear what you
1: got. So it's actually interesting. I I did say I kind of like the Browns in the game, and I do a little bit. But Kareem Hunt, who who has gotten the boost, with (laughs) come down. But I'm actually not that interested because they have shown a propensity to use these other guys. He's 75 and a half for rushing yards. Uh, I think he can be a major factor in the passing game, but specifically for rushing yards, I don't know if he eclipses that total. And Dearness Johnson got work last week. Dontrell Hilliard got a little work. Colts, top 10 in rushing yards allowed per attempt. So far, they're actually sixth. I think that Kareem Hunt has some advantages in in this game, but I do not see him rushing 25 times up the middle for 100 yards in a game like this. I, I actually think they utilize him a little differently. I lean under Kareem Hunt rushing yards this week.
0: Yeah. Coming off a night where Ronald Jones killed so many of us on, on the under I, unders are, unders are scary. When a guy is stepping into a role, you know, no four net, yep. Ronald Jones, no uh, Chubb and here's Hunt, but the number is inflated and Hunt isn't a guy that, you know, gets 20 carries. Like you said, they're going to work other guys in the, he he is a factor as as a receiver, so I wouldn't play the the combine yards. Neither I would would look I. to the rushing, like you said. So I'm I'm with you there. I think it's a good way to you know you can still Kareem hunts a cash play in in DFS or whatever. You're going to have exposure to him if you're if you're doing that. But in terms of the rushing prop, no, I would definitely not bet the over, and and the under is a potential play.
1: Yeah, it's it's a thing. Again, it honestly reminds me of what you said with the Giants. Uh, you know, targeting that team total because you want to isolate Dallas's defense. This is the same situation. Like, I want to isolate Kareem Hunt on the ground against a tough defense. I don't think that it's impossible that he only gets 10 carries again. Like, and he has five, six targets and that's what they do. And they they give another 10 carries amongst the other backs. If you're going to tell me he needs to average eight yards a carry, I will take my chances. Um, Obviously, if he has- Is is that what he had last week? 10 carries- he had, yeah, last week against the worst defense in the league, I believe he had 11 carries. Okay. Uh, and finished with, you know, a nice total, but again, nothing that's gonna blow the doors off. Dearness Johnson was heavily involved. Hilliard got some touches. I don't know why it would be any different. And keep in mind, in that game, they were leading. Like this is a much more competitive game. Potentially, they could be trailing. That's not gonna help his cause. That'll help him in the targets, not the carries. Right. Yeah, I, I don't mind it. And Chubb, Chubb didn't get many carries before he got hurt in that game. What was it, five or six? Yeah. Single he, digits. It was – it was. Career. I thought we got a pretty fair assessment of how they want to use this backfield last week. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I agree with you. So that's where I'm going. The last game, and I thought you might – I don't know. I got to ask you, are you just a little gun-shy about the Niners? I thought you might throw them in a teaser. They're sitting at nine – or are you just a little afraid after last week or are you just not sold on this team? Cause they're so banged up. Yeah. It's, it's
0: the injuries. Uh, you could tease them to two and a half, I guess. Yep. He's, he's attractive, gets them through some key numbers. Uh, the only time pretty much every teaser that I've done this season has, has teased teams to a pick them. The only one that's gone to two and a half was the chiefs at the chargers. And they won that game by three in overtime. So we, up by by the skin of our teeth the difference here is that the Niners are home they're getting a little bit more healthy like get having Kittleback obviously made a difference even though they lost that game that guy that guy is a monster I tell you what yep. I... it's tough I mean it, do I do I think what I would I tell you if you showed me a teaser and you had the Niners at two and a half would I tell you that's dumb no I I think that's fine mm-hmm. I just don't think I'm gonna bring myself to do it I think I'm gonna stick to the strongest spots, do my one teaser of Arizona and Seattle to both win, which pays a lot better, I think, than a, you know, if you you have to buy the the half point to six and a half and it's minus 120, that is much better than, yeah, Moneyline Parlay is like minus 150 territory. So uh, this is why you tease. Saves you 30 cents right
1: there, pretty much. Yeah, and it adds up over time. Um, So, no, I don't mind it. That is a team... I would, I'm, I'm again, I think you, you summed it up nicely. If someone, you know, Chad, if you told me I like the Niners, I'm putting them in my teaser. I think that makes sense. I don't see them losing again at home, Uh, but I'm not running to the window. Miami, Miami is scrappy. I liked them against Seattle last week, although they didn't get it done. I thought they played pretty well. Uh, It just didn't break their way. And Seattle's really good. Um, As you talked about, you're already backing them. that's perfect transition, Normally, Chad, I'd say we only got a couple games left. We have a handful now because the Sunday night, Monday night, and now the rarest, maybe there was a time, Chat, feel free to point it out. I don't ever remember a Tuesday game ever. So this could be new territory. Like Tuesday is-, is I match. might be making this up. Was there like a, a Vikings,
0: Brett Favre one? tuesday Maybe I, I happened no I don't, i'm probably making it up i don't i just have some weird memory of that but somebody in the chat can probably
1: correct yeah me they know our, our tell me that i'm things. wrong i don't tuesday's match night college football <laughs> usually uh all right so we got we've got seattle and the vikings sunday night seattle sitting as a touchdown favorite you've talked about that you like them uh, particularly with the teaser you basically think they win the game at home
0: yeah i haven't taken the seven um i've i've Backed Arizona at six and a half. I'm so confident that the Jets stink. I'll go back in there with the teaser and just say Arizona wins. And then the team I paired him with is Seattle to, to beat Minnesota at home. Kirk Cousins stinks against good teams. Russell Wilson is good. The Vikings secondary is bad. Seattle's good in primetime. Seattle's good at home. It just feels like a good spot. Uh, Seattle's been go. Seattle games have been going over by like over 10 points per game. And their defense isn't that good. If there's a game that Kirk Cousins can air it out, I guess it's this one. Big total at 57. I'm staying away, mm-hmm. as a lot of these big totals have been. It's still like an over or nothing for me. I'm not really betting unders on them. Uh, but yeah, I don't really have a take on the on the total. I know it's kind of a popular over. I Seattle's going to win the game in my mind, so they're in the teaser. If if you wanted me to anything on this game straight up it would be probably buying the half point and playing Seattle minus six and a half
1: yeah I I would like to back the under I have a little interest I have not fired I probably won't I'm not I'm not backing this over that's a lot of points and I'm a big Dalvin Cook guy I do think that he can control the game a little bit ultimately Seattle is just probably too good um Cousins is the wild card certainly he's found something they sent off digs was fantastic. Jefferson is also fantastic though. They found something there. I think I, everyone's finally says, using him. Yeah. They're that's step one would be using that guy. Cause he can play and the Vikings are a tough team. I know expectations were pretty high, bad start. They win, they win this game. They're back in it. That's a huge ask though. And, and one that I ultimately do not think they can do. We've got the next game. We got the chargers going into the dome but are they because the game might be moved to indianapolis apparently because of the hurricane this this slate i've never still going into a dome then that's you see this is why we pay you the big bucks seven and a half point favorite i mean another team that you've been you've been really shorting the saints you've talked about the struggles early in the season with breeze i was feeling really good about that lion's bet at the beginning of that one that was a that talk about a weird game yeah um Lions started fast and ended fast, but the Saints in the middle scored about forty unanswered. <laughs> what do you do here? So they, they, like, listen. I'm. I get coaches get in two tough spots. I think everybody knew. Anthony Lynn says that Tyrod Taylor will be back. And then what happens? Herbert looks good, and now he's never going to come back. Uh, it's Herbert's job, as it should be. Do you think that helps the Chargers? Hurts the Chargers? Doesn't really change much.
0: Um, I think it helps the chargers, you know, that I'm not a Herbert guy, but he's better than Tyrod Taylor. So it's better than he's, everybody he's been, <laughs> except Josh Allen. He's been, he's been solid. So uh, this is a good thing for the chargers. I, ah, uh, the, that, how good the saints were against the lions in that stretch discourages me. Like I, I, and, and the chargers just looked good against the Bucks this would be chargers or pass for me I guess especially if it moves to neutral but then they're going to void bets and shut the line down and it'll reopen under a touchdown so mm-hmm. I don't I I'm, I'm I'm prepared up to Sunday night this week and then we have and then we have a happened. Monday night double header now and a Tuesday game and I feel unprepared for all three of those games we'll still talk about them and give thoughts and leans and stuff but like none of them are safe. We don't know anything about the Patriots Broncos game. Like who's going to play an an early Monday night game. We don't know where this Monday night game is going to be yet. Uh, Tuesday night football, who knows anything about Tuesday night football? Like next week's going to be weird.
1: Yeah, I agree. Listen, these games, you have to have contingency plans because some of the spreads are off the board for obvious reasons. And we just don't know, like the Titans, we were talking before the show, the Titans and the Patriots this morning, no, no positive tests. Everything looked good. They're on track to play, but we still have some questions about like exactly who will be playing. Will teams will test popped up. Uh, I want to say also chat, we appreciate this. Julian, you were spot on Brett Favre Tuesday night showdown in 2010. When he played for the Vikings because of snowfall. Um, Remember this. There you go. I don't remember. I can barely remember the game last night. So I certainly don't remember the 2010 Vikings. Uh, Chad is asking, are there player props out? So if you go to Odd Chopper and, and you go to the player prop section, you can certainly browse it. Unfortunately right now, and I get it, but some of the books are waiting a little bit because of all the moving parts. So we have a couple lines up in terms of rushing and receptions and things like that. It's just hard because Julian, as you've talked about a ton, the best time to look at player props is when you have all those different options with only like one book up right now, you might want to wait and see if you get a a better line at, you know, whether it's DraftKings or, you know, one of the many books that haven't posted just yet.
0: And also there's still, you know, seeing the final injury reports on Friday is a big deal. Like I don't bet Sunday player props until Saturday morning to Sunday morning is like my range to get in
1: on those kareem hunt is the only player prop that i just bet that immediately because i there's nothing that could happen in my opinion that would change what the browns true. want to do i think true. it's secure my narrative is going to be intact doesn't mean i'm going to be right but i'm going to get my chance and so i backed him shorting his rushing yards the only well the only reason to wait i
0: guess is because the perception is that hunt is going to get he all this rise. work because of chubb maybe people bet it up for you and you can get a lower number on sunday
1: very true um and you know what? That's a situation too. If it starts to rise, I may bet. Like you don't have to bet your. Say say you want to bet a unit on that. You bet three fourths of it, and you save a quarter. And if it rises, you you unload that. Like you can wait. You can mix and match. I just don't want a situation where a lot of times, and you've talked about this. They don't move the number. They just move the actual vig. And I don't want to be laying like minus one seventy uh on this under i would rather have them honestly move the line i don't know if that'll happen though yeah i hate i I hate when you think something's going to move from
0: like 44 and a half yards to 47 and a half yards and it doesn't they just move it to minus 150 minus 160 minus 170 and then there's just nothing to do there
1: yeah that's incredibly frustrating and that's that is why having options via odd chopper is so important um the other important thing is that chat we talk about often is that you become a member of the community awesome plus if you want to join we have packages from weekly to monthly to annually you just go to awesomeo.com join find the package that's best for you that's my favorite thing about this site uh, you don't have you know what if you want to play just nfl more power to you you want to play just golf that's what you should be doing. Uh, You come on in, you you get what's the best package for you. And same with the duration. Uh, Platinum, you get everything, save some money. And we have sports and content for basically everything at this point. It's just amazing. And we're adding stuff on the betting side, tools like Odd Shopper, many more coming. College football, I'll be doing a show tomorrow morning, 10am with Matt Gajeski, breaking all that down. Uh, So we have a lot going on here. And we'd love for you guys to get in Slack and have some fun. Moving on, we got, you know, a little time left and I do want to ask you, Julian, about survivor pools. Um, Last week was pretty, not a lot of waves. I think that the Niners got some people with, with the Eagles. Some people did go there, but ultimately the Rams and the Ravens were where you, if you wanted a safety pick, that's where you went. Now, looking at this week, it's a lot of big spreads, but they're big name teams would you burn a team like the chiefs or the Ravens or would you be a little more aggressive and try to, to save some big names for later? So I would,
0: I've been, I've been good with survivor pools from week two on, I, I would have been out of everything in week one because I am not actually in any, but I would have been out in week one because I would have played the Colts. So what? yeah, absolutely. I'm with you. Yeah. Um, so like i the rams were my my call last week and that worked out i still would have both the uh the ravens and chiefs alive which is nice and i want to keep i would want to keep them alive for for as long as possible um i'm definitely if you're looking at it in terms of big spreads i'm definitely not using the cowboys because That's... they like i said if you you told me, oh, I have a great team to use this week in Survivor, they're 0-4 against the spread, they're 1-3 straight up, and their only win was because of an onside kick at home against the Falcons, I would say you probably shouldn't bank on that team to win. So I think that you want to go, you know, uh, it's it's kind of a good week to get the Cardinals. When are you going to take the Cardinals? They still have all those – they still have the Rams twice, the Seahawks twice, the Niners again. And you just fade the jets and and take them but i like the chiefs are gonna win the ravens are gonna win yes everybody's probably gonna move on there but i would be fine taking the cardinals this week
1: so i have a free article survivor breakdown that that really gets into these type of matchups totally free go check that out i am with you i'll say this i think that the cowboys are so bad that it's actually interesting to get rid of them um and you may get burned and lose, but I honestly think that at home against the Giants is maybe the best spot, similar to the Cardinals. I have no problem getting rid of the Cardinals, but these are two teams that I don't want any part of. I'd like to get rid of them, so I don't mind it. It feels gross, and you're taking more risk. If you don't want to take the risk, you burn the Ravens or the Chiefs, but keep in mind, if you're in a large pool, you need those teams later in the year it would really help to have gotten rid of teams like the cardinals and the cowboys in my opinion i think the i just feel the card and it's a
0: a road team versus a home team and the spread is larger and the cowboys won. i still think the
1: cardinals are safer than than the it's because the jets are that bad the jets are worse than the giants i think that's pretty clear yep i agree what a sad say if they combined I honestly don't even know if they would be even remotely good still. Probably like, not. Like you still wouldn't. You'd have Daniel Jones at quarterback. Mm-hmm. Like who would even? It would just be really just the Giants with like two extra players because I don't even know who you're yeah. taking from the Jets team that would be qualifying as bad. Probably, as a, it couple, probably a couple linemen. Um, Crowder, not Herndon. I can tell no, you that much. I nope. Um. Yeah, I don't know. What a sad, sad, sad situation. Certainly not the coach. You're not going to take Gase. Um, no. Nope. I've yeah. I, I wish I took that
0: Jets win total under. That was dumb. It's actually yeah, one like, under point three five. now. But at least I have the Giants. I do have the Giants under six and a half. Um. My four. Well, I'll do a two-second recap of my four big please The four ones that I did big. We're we're split down the middle right now. Giants under six and a half wins looks fantastic. Seahawks minus one twenty to make the playoffs looks fantastic. Then <laughs> Raiders under seven and a half wins Uh-oh. is going to be a sweat. Bears to miss the
1: playoffs looks uh, gross because they're four and one and they still suck. You want gross? I'm not going to do a recap of mine because I'm dead on arrival. All mine are Broncos positions which yeah. are straight coffined. There is no hope there, <laughs> but the bills are looking pretty good so far. And that's what I also really need. They've been good. Josh Allen looks great. Very happy about that. Uh, final thing, two, two things. One, we're going to get to an upset special. We'll see if we have any hot takes. I do want to say, chat, A, we appreciate you stopping in Friday mornings. If you're looking for a golfer, because we're in the middle of the round and they're getting underway for Friday, ricky fowler who i backed at the beginning of the tournament yesterday he shot four under not great not terrible he hit it in the water for a double and he bogeyed the the give me me par five that was a seven or eight under round that he let slip away if you want to buy low i think ricky goes out early today he could post a huge number in a good way i don't mind that uh if you want to get on board of course. Keep in mind it's golf, but uh, there's going to be some movement in this leaderboard. I don't think Bryson is just going to win wire to wire, even though he is fantastic. Here's some,
0: I'm going to go back to the NFL for one second. because Our our lock of the week is now in uh, some hot water because Adam Schefter tweeted that a presumptive positive player test today sent everybody home from Jets practice. I really want the Cardinals to play the Jets on Sunday.
1: (laughs) I bet you do. Uh, Yeah, that's not. This is this is what I'm saying, Chad. And it's the it's the theme of the show, though. If you are betting this week, you have to be ready and prepared to deviate. Uh, You need a game plan, but you need contingency plans because all it takes is one pop up, one COVID situation, everything changes. It's a domino effect. Teasers are going to be affected time slots are going to be affected player props are going to be affected uh this is not a set it and forget it week you really need to be cognizant of what's going on yep <laughs> hammer lakers minus six okay i you're probably right Chad. they probably do win Ricky's sitting god i tell you what just to bounce around here ricky is 50 to 1 on fanduel right now to win this tournament that is very appealing um it's a long golf tournament 54 holes left for these guys I don't hate it. If I had to give an upset, if I had to, I'm going to say that the Eagles could go into Pittsburgh and win. Wow. I thought it was, I thought it was pretty impressive last week what they did. Do I expect them to do that? No, but they've got the talent and they've got the grit and I'm not overly sold on the Steelers just yet considering they didn't play last week. Um there's not a lot out there though for live
0: dogs, in my opinion. Right. So if I, if, in terms of confidence, and it's a slim one, I would say the Panthers beat the Falcons. But yeah. That game that's is almost very reasonable. Almost a pick 'em. That's technically a dog. If, if you want to look at one of these big ones, yeah, give me
1: give me the Giants. I guess. Yeah. I, I, I figured that we were was. gonna go there, and I listen, did you, <laughs> like they're playing a team that is could easily be zero four. So. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't I don't mind that. I how if the it's Cowboys 2-0, it's two oh and four teams squaring off. Dallas
0: has more talent and is at home and they should win. Yeah. But the Giants could win. They could they definitely could. win
1: that game. They really could. And maybe. Maybe we'll roll uh some round robins in there, but I, I don't see a ton. I don't think that the football team can get it done. I'd be shocked if the Raiders won. I'd be shocked if the Bengals won. Uh and honestly, I would be I'd be pretty shocked if the Vikings won. I'm not going to lie. I yeah. I really don't see that happening. So uh, on that note, chat, you see our Twitter handles there. Give us a follow. Julian's putting out plays all, you know, I know we didn't talk a little baseball. I know he's been firing on some first fives. I saw the Dodgers. And last night. Beat One
0: of the, one of the things that is going well right
1: now. Yeah, you absolutely. It's been going well, which is why you should give him a follow. Uh, you should give me a follow because I'm the one that suggested following him. So it's just good karma. And, uh, you know, we got some good things happening. Don't go anywhere, though. Josh Engelman, Ship My Money are going to be breaking down the NBA Finals Game 5 tonight. Probably the last one of the season, not going to lie. So stay tuned. We have shows all day on the Awesomeo Network. Subscribe. Hit that notification bell so you know when we are going live. Chat, we appreciate you. Good luck this week. I'll see you guys tomorrow morning for college football.